Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Did you know the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all of the social media outlets? Give us a like, follow, share, subscribe, or even a review if you're feeling generous. Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Welcome, everybody, to the NXT 2.0 review. Uh, we're running a bit late today, as I've just came back off my flight from America, as I am the NXT GM, because apparently anyone can be NXT GM. <laughs> so I've took time at my busy schedule to review this episode of NXT 2.0. How are you, Troy? <laughs> it's very kind of you to take time out of your your extremely busy schedule. Busy schedule. Mate. I really, really um, appreciate that. Being NXT GM and not being on camera. <laughs> I, I just sort of wing it and let everyone else book their own matches. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, mate. I'm all good. The sun's out. It's been a lovely couple of days of weather down here. How's it been it, for you? It's been the same up here. I've been. That's it. I've been doing uh, repair damage on buses outside for three days straight. And the sweating oh, nice. sun. Sweating sun. So it's been good. Nice. Having to pull mirror arms off other buses, out of other buses. Okay, now. Yeah, yeah, it's been a fun three days. I think I might have <laughs> heat stroke. Us Scots aren't used to the sun. Heat stroke? What's it been, 12 degrees? <laughs> Us Scots aren't used to this, aren't okay? <laughs> Anything can double figures and you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's not only uh, the gingers that suffer in Scotland. <laughs> but fuck, imagine being ginger and Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a bind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Shall we crack on? Uh, we, we shall crack on. Uh, we start off with... Uh, Caramelo Hayes saying the word mellification. Right, because, I, fucking, I fucking hate this. Because imagine if I decided to start, like... Called it an arification. An arification, or I just put Aaron in every sentence and Pe- stuff. People would say you're a fud. People would say I'm a fud, aye. It's Carmelo off. Hayes, confirmed fud. Yeah, mellification, let's go. Uh, yeah, he just says, yeah, the match is coming up. There'll be bangers, but I'll always be on top. Cool, bro. Hideki. Of course you will. Of course more, you will, Pat. More on them later. First match of the night. It's a mellification match. Of course it is. <laughs> That's the theme, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's Roderick Strong and Solo Sakoa. Uh, very fast, hard-hitting back and forth. Strong takes charge with the camel clutch eventually. Strong hits a backbreaker for a close two. There's um, there's scary noises from Roderick Strong chops. Um, scary it's, noises. It's, it's quite a running theme this show of just weird noises that coming from chops. Me, there is Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> uh, there's more technical submissions uh, to ground Sokoa by Strong. Santos Escobar appears because you know mellification for the Melader match. I can't believe you've done this. Um, uh, Carmelo is spelt with one L, if you didn't know. 
because yeah. he'll never take another L. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Funny, I like I it. Sako uh, gets a Simone drop for a close two, but Sako eventually does get the win with us. Definitely not an Uso splash. Definitely not an Uso splash. Definitely not an Uso splash. Yeah. Um, so Sako is in the ladder match with Escobar. Your safe pair of hands is at the windy. I say that yeah. whilst Escobar's in the ladder match, but yeah, true. Yeah, um, it's a shame. This like strong and Sokoa are both really good, but this match felt like it kind of struggled to get into like the next gear. This could have been really good, and it it wasn't bad, but it just for me, it didn't quite get going. But I also don't think it helped that there was so much like fuckery going on on the outside, like. All the other, like the stuff with Mello and fucking, uh, what's his name? Tricklet. Yeah, whatever. Tricklet. Yeah. Um, It's surprising to see Strong lose clean. And it feels it. He's meant to be the leader. Yeah. He hasn't been protected. A is the leader of Diamond Mine. And B, since it changed to 2.0. Like, as soon as he lost that Cruiserweight Championship, that was it. It was like they'd lost any interest in doing anything with him. Yeah. Uh, and it just continues to keep going. And it's a shame because he's really good. And it feels like could maybe be a setup for him to sort of leave. Um, one thing interesting of note that they mentioned on commentary, his upcoming match with Dragunov and NXT UK. Like, they don't often do that kind of crossover of stuff with NXT UK stories. So that was quite nice to hear him mention it. So, so um, you're you're telling me Roderick Strong's not being protected in NXT, but he's going to NXT UK and he's treated like a big deal, mate. Yeah, so, it's so, promote, completely it's, different, mate. It's almost like it's any, a step up. Rem, remember, <laughs> anyone in, in NXT UK... It is, mate. It fucking is, NXT UK. <laughs> anyone in NXT UK gets their name changed when they come over to the States, don't they? So it's, it's, it's different. It's totally oh, different. So in the is? UK, in the UK, he's a big deal. Big deal. Yep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, um, Indian P- Persia complaining about TMZ articles. Oh, right. Six point four. I'll be honest. I went. I went and blew my nose when this was on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand these two I, on screen now. I think. I think if I blew my nose out, well. I was watching this. I, like a couple of brain cells might have came out with it. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I lost in watching it. Um, right. Six point four million views on our sexy smooch on TikTok. By the way, have you uh, I, have you ever used TikTok, Troy? Nope. Basically, so basically, if you type in things that you like, like say wrestling, WWE. Right. It'll come up lots of wrestling and WWE things like constantly for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you don't get to choose what you view. It counts as so a view. Even as soon as you go on the video. It, it counts as a view. You as soon as that video it. starts playing, it counts as a view. So that's not even a view. That's what they call impressions, isn't it? It's just like you've you've flown past it. You haven't necessarily watched it. It's bullshit. That, also, that's, like that that's, how, using... that, that's why most videos on TikTok when they say like Tens of millions of views, or however People many millions of views, viewing them like yeah. going out their way to view them. Ba- basically, TikTok decides what people see and don't see. Yeah. Like it's not a choice. Yeah. 
that's, that's a bullshit analytic to try and use. But if they were like, oh, on YouTube, there'd be fuck all because people have to physically search for it and sit and watch it. Uh, as opposed I, to TikTok, which just chucks it in your face. I'll, I'll go on YouTube right now, right, for WWE, and we'll see how many actual people clicked on that video. Oh, uh, God. How many it's, do you want to think? Uh, less than a million. Well, that's that should be an obvious. I'm saying should be uh, less than five hundred thousand. NXT, here we go. Duke uh, Hudson, no, that's later on in life. Come on, NXT, where are you? Hudson, Duke Hudson, Andy Hartwell, and Pears up and argue who is a better couple. Right, are you ready? Let's let's quickly click on it. How many views are we on? We are. On twenty-eight thousand. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder they didn't bring up that statistic. Fuck me. <laughs> oh dear. Consider nonsense, isn't it? Consider later on it's Duke Hudson is going into a match with Gunther. Double, double, double the views when they're not talking just to each other. <laughs> And they're not just chatting pish about, oh, I did a smooch. When people, a act- shit. When people actually have to like click on the video to watch it. <laughs> but there you go. Um, also, me and my man are better than you and your man. Uh, I can suit his route better than you can suit his. And Dusia and... <laughs> what? What? Was that a word? That's what they called themselves, Boosia. Oh, it sounded it sounded too much like Boosie. Boosie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> search it, people. It's a lovely sight to behold. I'm not searching Boosie. <laughs> search Boosie. <laughs> right, do you know what? While I'm here, I'm going to oh, search gosh. it. For the content, really. B-U-S-S-E-Y. B-U-S-S-Y. No E involved. That's Bussy. Yep, that's how you spell it. It's Boosie. Uh, Boosie apparently is a musical artist. Oh, Hip hop uh, and rap. You, your internet is very clean then. <laughs> uh, oh, Christ. Oh, no. Uh, I'm not even looking at pictures. Nope. I've, I've got, a, I've got a, a text description. That's enough. I'm fine with that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> As you were, carry on. Never need to look that up again. <laughs> um, next up, we've got Alessandro Del Piero versus Dexter Lumis. <laughs> <laughs> Just pluck an Italian footballer out of the, out the air. <laughs> Alessandro Del Piero. Francesco Totti versus Dexter Lumis. <laughs> uh, Marco Matarazzi. Like, all of them. Brilliant. Andrea Perlo. <laughs> Gigi Buffon. <laughs> uh, they continue to talk about TikTok as between the four of them, they have 10 million views on TikTok. Again, that doesn't count for shit. But the thing is, does that include when they're in videos together or does it just include like videos that they put up on TikTok? Or... Do you know what? I don't care. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I can't argue with matter. that. <laughs> uh, 
the match starts between um, D'Angelo and uh, Loomis. Loomis has most of the lead with big power moves. Joseph constantly decides to compare Tony D'Angelo and the Tommaso Ciampa rivalry to Wade Barrett and John Cena. And then... I mean, um, really? Yeah. Yep. Really? There's a lot of poop chatted on commentary this week. It's, we'll, it's, we'll, get <laughs> to more, we'll get to it more later <laughs> on. Uh, but D'Angelo Slice takes the charge by smacking Loomis's face off the steps. You know, you notice how I had to put D angel slice because of the little apostrophe. The little, yeah, yeah, D yeah, angel you, slice. You can't. D angel slice. D angel slice. It's from Yorkshire. D angel slice. It'll be a part of the rascals soon. The rascals. Tony D angel. Scoundrels. 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 Oh, God, no. No. <laughs> He won't be. He doesn't, he, do, he doesn't look. He doesn't look peaky blinders enough. He won't be in there. Don't worry about it. He'll have a right. rival faction called like the fucking I don't know the bolognese, the spaghetti. I don't know. Uh, Barrett sims over Hudson taking his top off as um, Joseph goes. Oh, what's Hudson up to? Whilst he takes his top off, and Wade Barrett just goes, I don't know, but I can't wait to find out. Oh, really? <laughs> he said it in that tone as well. I know but... it was really seedy. It was weird. <laughs> You're like, oh, uh, no, it's a no from me. Uh, and that's at the end of the match as Persia inadvertently assists uh, Tony D'Angelo with a crowbar for a Tony win. They have a fight over the crowbar, and yeah. P poor Dexter Lewis, eh? The ending of this was messy as fuck. The match itself was all right. I didn't mind this. I think they had good chemistry. I'd be interested to see, like, another match between them with less fuckery going on. Thanks. That seems to be a theme these last couple of matches is there's more fuckery going on outside the ring. Like, there's more to focus on outside the ring than there is in, and that does seem to be, like, a, a running theme. Commentary don't care about whatever match is on. Outside don't. The story is built around the outside of the ring. If yeah. there's anyone outside the ring, it's mm. like uh, so, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, D'Angelo looked good though. Like yeah. he's, he can always adapt to whatever opponent. Like he never looks sloppy against anyone. Like he's, it's a solid worker. And considering he's still pretty new, like he looks impressive. And they, they, they clearly have a vested interest and in kind of stock and belief in him to be sticking him in a match against Champa. At a premium at, live event. At a premium live, yeah, on, on what yeah. they're calling NXT's biggest event of the year. So, yeah, I'm good with it. But just less of the fuckery outside. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tony has a go at Champa for being a, a silly goose. Oh, one thing I didn't notice. Uh-oh. One thing I noticed, the referee managed to dodge the crowbar shot, but apparently missed it that it hit Loomis in the face. What oh, the so he got out of the way of it, but he didn't count it as a DQ, is it's, what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, oh. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, it's it's literally my job. It's literally my job to sit here and worry about it. it it's edgy. Okay. Ah, it's not, is it? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> 
Uh, yep, he calls Champa a silly goose on the mic for last week. <laughs> you thought I was being nice, yeah, fucking dopey who. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Champa's music plays, the crowd are mild as they forget about his new music, so they don't know who's actually coming out. They have, to wait, they have to wait till they it's wait like... to actually see him. Yeah. <laughs> wait uh... till his face shows up on the drawing and stuff. That's right. I don't have to get used to it too long. He's fucking off to roar anyway after Mania. Yeah. Uh, Champa hits a fairy tale ending on him. Uh, he says he's going to write his own fairy tale ending. You, you get it, Troy, because that that that's his finisher. That like, is his finisher. Tony yeah. Tony Angelo didn't definitely say that literally thirty seconds ago when he was nope. on the mic. No, nope. not at all. Don't worry about it. Uh, next up, it's Rudolph backstage. Let's go. Uh, Rud- let's just- let's not. No, let's go, Troy. <laughs> Come on. I actually wrote out Rudolph and it hurt me writing it out. Why would you do that? I, I, I spelled it capital R, double O, capital D, and then O L P H. Oh, all one word. It looks funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Rude basically says, Why are we talking about Champa? Why are we not talking about me? People forget that I was NXT champ. Well, commentary didn't really say it the past like no, they, they three seemed weeks hesitant. On. They seemed hesitant to say it when you first rocked up. They literally said you're a former champ in NXT. They didn't say NXT champion on commentary. I don't a even think they said ago. that. No, they just they just referenced the fact that like a former. I think champion. it was. I think they think they said like three of the four people in the ring are yeah, former champions or something that like that, it, or yeah. have held got like yeah. So it's like the like if commentary don't mention it, like yes, our brains are like fucking wet shite sometimes, but we're no <laughs> dull. <laughs> I'm no idiot. I'm no idiot. Aye. <laughs> uh, next up, we get Waller having a go about Akid, um, how he's getting in his way. Cool, Riven. We'll get to that later. Um, we will. Next I've got up for you. It's Electro Lopez versus Fallon Henley. Um, Speedy Cowgirl versus Big Tits McGee. <laughs> right, brilliant. Hey, that, that is how NXT portray her as, so that's how I feel about her. Right. <laughs> edgy. It's edgy. It's edgy. <laughs> it's edgy. <laughs> Uh, the uh, ma- is that is that how we address anything crude that happens on NXT now? Just going, oh, it's edgy, 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 it's edgy, it's edgy, it's, it's really, really edgy. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that again. This isn't an ASMR podcast. Stop it. So edgy, you can cut a lemon with it. Brilliant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, match stars commentary instant talk about Jensen having a date because that's impossible because no one cares about this match, Troy. <laughs> the third match in a row where commentary seemingly don't care about what's going on in the ring. Uh, they literally talk about stuff that's happening at WrestleMania, not stand and deliver during this match. Uh, what's, what's the point of this match? <laughs> <laughs> why, why are these two people in the ring it's fucking it's bollocks. I don't care. <laughs> They're not giving me any reason to care. 
Uh, this is nonsense. Also, um, Wade Barrett comes out with a top line of Jensen wants a date, not a pen pal. <laughs> Talking about Fallon Henley. So Barrett's indicating that Jensen wants a poontang. That's what Barrett is indicating. <laughs> All right. Oh, I can't believe you said that word. J- Jensen wants to go in raw and lay off the smack down. <laughs> and- <laughs> oh, it's edgy. It's edgy. It's edgy. Don't worry about it. Lopez has lots of control basically during the match. Henley gets a couple of strikes and a running bulldog in before losing the match. That's the one note I've got for you because commentary don't care. I don't care. Nah. Yeah. It's just naff. I just I I don't care. I I don't know what's the outcome of this match. What, what, how? Yeah. Another well, thing where the outside stuff is more important than the inside stuff because it ended in shenanigans at the end. I don't know what what they're doing with this Fallon Henny character. Is, is, is she meant to just be kind of taking on... She's meant to be the underdog. She's meant to take on this established talent. She's meant to build herself like that. Like, you do that with everyone else. And also, if that is the narrative behind it, which is kind of what it feels like it is, Electra Lopez is hardly an established talent in NXT, is she? No, as so, I say, she was literally just a lassie with tits like a couple of weeks ago to Zion Quinn. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just nonsense. Uh, yeah, it's crap. My Nothing freshly made cut on my finger has more sustainability of the story or over the storyline. Like, <laughs> that, that's seeping out at the moment. Uh, that's that's how. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's how much this the story doesn't make sense, okay? This is nonsense. Oh, anyway, next up, more exciting things. I say that. Joe Gacy's been a stalker, sending video messages constantly to... I forgot his name. Oh, I think Draco Anthony. That's the one. Uh, yeah. Zion Quinn wants rid of stalkers because he's um, Chris Hansen to catch a predator. But... <laughs> Remember, remember, Aaron. Edgy. Remember run, re, no, remember, to, remember to run it straight. Run it straight. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know. That's his thing, isn't it? That's his line. Run it straight. Right. If I, I don't type, know what that means. If I type and run it straight, what will it come up? Because what's the first thing that comes up? Uh, run up, run it straight. Meaning, so run it straight when someone has a rugby ball or other rugby ball like object and sprints into another individual who yells out run it straight right that makes sense because i was going to say before man. because he's a former rugby player yeah. and i was going to say is it something to do with rugby so whilst it, it makes sense but it's if, also like well if you don't follow rugby but, that means yeah, fuck all to you in america rugby's not big <laughs> rugby's not a sport in america you've, really you've got american football why do you need rugby Rugby is like a fucking ninth, ten tier sport in rugby. <laughs> uh, sorry, in 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 America. Uh, right. Oh well, we know what it means. We well, now I do. Hi. Now I do. No, I had I an do. idea it was something to do with rugby. I didn't know the specifics. Remember, uh, though, remember, we'll run it straight. Yeah, run it straight because because it's edgy. As we always do in this review every week, we run it straight. No mess <laughs> about. Uh. Yep, next up we've got 
Wendy Chu uh, remained in Dakota Kai of last year. Um, she starts being a bit wacky and crazy. Uh, and then Kai just says, maybe they'll, give, maybe they'll give you the wacky line as a finisher. We want the wacky line. We <laughs> want the wacky line. Mm, that's a no from me. I want Wade Barrett to do an American accent and shout, wacky line, like Michael Cole <laughs> used to do. Like Maggle. It's the wacky line. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you love to hear it, eh? <laughs> uh, next up we get Brom Breaker and Robbie Roode uh, it's good to see the glorious entrance ain't it it's good to see his proper his entrance proper entrance the proper entrance right yeah man it's good to actually see him get to do something yeah, yeah so it was a longer match yeah the match got Pro- time a proper singles match it got time yeah uh, the match starts there's a this is glorious chant it ruined by some fuds in the crowd trying to replace the word glorious with breaker. Um, piss off, let glorious has it of his like moment. Let him have his moment. Yeah. Stop yeah. trying to be but... stop trying to be cool in a sh- like crowd for a show that's got a demographic of 60 and over. All right. <laughs> <laughs> edgy, edgy. Edgy. <laughs> <laughs> uh the Rude gets quick flurry before taking damage, then he tries to run away in turn, giving control of the match because Breaker gets a bit distracted. Um, Braun does eventually get a flurry. Uh, Dolph assists in helping Rude, again, giving Rude the upper hand again. Dolph gets uh, caught, though, and sent to the back before the break. No more Dolph for the week. <laughs> you know I mean, you could just watch Raw. Uh, Oh boy, I, I tried that drunk last week and even drunk me was contemplating just jumping out <laughs> a window. <laughs> uh, Bobby Roode does push-ups like he was, like he has a chance of winning. Um, and then I got intrigued, decided to do a Google of um, his win percentage of this year Who? and last year. Robbie Roode. Do you want to know? <laughs> Uh, is it like 16%? Uh, well, 2021 is a bit better. Go on. I say a bit. Um, 48 matches, uh, nine wins out of those 48 matches in 2021. Christ. Are they um, singles matches? I, that's everything together, Just I think. combined, okay. All bit, 48 matches in one year when there's like, what, three shows when, you can when, feasibly when be he, on. When he... Yeah, he, each week he's em- employed like well employed the whole year round, but like WWE run like three hundred what thirty days of the year. Like you've literally got main event there as well, uh, and you're not even like getting on that. I assume it's a, it's a bit harsh. Uh, this year it's even worse than that. Uh, Fourteen matches, one win. Wow. <laughs> What a way to shit on him. Oh, That's um, terrible, man. It's a shame to say, man. So I, like, I like Robert Rude. Bobby Rude. The thing Roberto is... Roberto Rude, whatever you want to call him. He's not even on main event. It's all Rom or SmackDown. Like, there's no main event. One main event matches, match and he lost it. Wow. Um, Against who? 
Uh, him and Dolph lost to uh, Cedric and Shelton. Fucking hell. Like, it's... Yeah, they're all Raw and SmackDown, and I assume he doesn't get much time either on them. No, he, 10 minutes at the very most he gets in all of his matches. That's shocking. There you go. The Breaker gets fired up with Club and Blows. Uh, brother, brother, brother. Uh, Rude hits his spine buster for a two, goes for a glorious DDT. Braun says, nah, hits a spear, takes his time, um, pinning him because just like WrestleMania 19, people like him should not be <laughs> number one contender for the NXT title. <laughs> <laughs> um, he takes his time pinning um, Bobby Roode is what I was going with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then eventually he does hit a glorious DDT. Uh, that's for a close two. Breaker catches Rude um, mid-air for, cool. for his um, finisher, the up and down it's slam. Like a power slam, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was cool. Yeah, and gives Rumbreaker the win. Going into, I say going into Sandaliver, there's still another week left. Yeah. Uh, and then on the ramp, fucking, he's here to show the world. He's here to show the world. Come on. Oh Bring it on. Boy. Just getting it out of the way. I've said it. Just done. get it out of the way. There just, you go. Just move on. Uh, he super kicks him at the ramp. Uh, going, yeah. ah, you'll never beat me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping this till I give it away. Because... That intrigued me until I give it away. Just give it like, away. They're just, they're just going to have him give it away. They're going to keep Ziggler looking strong and not have him get beat. And he just goes on board with this now. And he just gives it away. I, I would piss myself if they'd done <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> It would be funny, but then at the same time, it would be like, oh, this title doesn't really mean Mean much if Dolph Ziggler's just giving it away. I mean, it didn't mean much when they gave it to Dolph Ziggler. (laughs) 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 It lost any prestige it had. Damn. Damn. I'm only joking. Um, This was a a decent match. Like, Rude's not the most, like, uh, exciting guy in the ring to watch, but he's fucking smooth yeah and i think this is a really good test for breaker a really good uh mix of styles and it's good for breakers have these kind of different opponents to work against so guys of similar size more athletic smaller and this is really good um and it's good for rude to get an actual wrestling match as he got 15 minutes of ring time that's banging considering as you said like a moment ago that the stats from what he's had previous to that um yeah it was good it was good to see him in there <clears throat> um, and it was just a nice reminder of what he can do when he's given a bit more time. Um, yeah, as I say, like break of, with that win, like just kind of continues to build on what he can do for eventually when he gets to main roster and he feels like a big deal. A um, couple of kind of notable highlights from me. Uh, I really liked that uh, Rude did the whole like the elbow thing yeah. where he like pumped up his bicep and then he did the press ups afterwards. A little like bit of mind games there. Um, we said about Rude's entrance, like getting his old entrance back was really, really cool. Um, and yeah, just it was just good. Uh, a very nice show from Big Bad Booty Broad, and a very nice showing from Total Lee Awesome Bobby Rude. <laughs> that was his old name, wasn't it? That was his old name, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Totally awesome. Let's go. Uh, 
Next up, we get more Persian indie nonsense. Uh, I can't even remember what they said. I had a nosebleed at this point. <laughs> Absolute pish is what they said. Uh, Dexter draws very fast and very funnily as he just goes. You can't you can't hear that on the audio, but I'm just waving my hand erratically with nothing in my hand. May I add, just like Dexter <laughs> Loomis. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then he eventually draws a a cartoon sketch sketch. Yeah, of yeah. Gunta. Um, looks looks better than his 2K22 model, I'll tell you that. Because <laughs> he looks like fucking King Cooper in the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, therefore, Indy just goes, I know exactly what he means by this drawing. Uh, I dare you to have a fight with Gunta. Um, she, she actually quickly texted me and asked me to book the match, I said. Ah, uh, right, right, right. Nearby. Obviously, your your duties as, as NXT GM. I'm const- I was constantly running about backstage. And then right. I had right. to leave early to catch the flight to come back home to do the podcast. Uh, I see. I actually see. go to work, like yeah, proper work. Had had quite the 48 hours, mate. Uh, exhausted. I, I'm fucking shattered, physically drained. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we get the match later on of Duke versus Guta. Yeah. Uh, then we get Chase U next, Chase University, where Bodhi basically just turns into Andre Chase. Uh, Andre Chase just goes, where did this anger come from? As he's shouting aggressively at like <laughs> the guy sticking his hand up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And the top top line of this is his ass is grass and I'm the lawnmower. So is Bodhi giving his a asshole a trim or <laughs> <laughs> how did you get that from that? Well Your mind is his, just his ass is grass and he's a lawnmower. Right. So he's gotta cut the grass. Okay. He's, he's, he's gonna he's trimming his asshole. He's gonna. <laughs> he's, oh, right, brilliant, cool. I <laughs> come Tuesday, his asshole will be getting trimmed. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot of words in that sentence I didn't like. <laughs> oh, and next up, the match starts. A kid gets. Oh, his... what match? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, after last week of him getting to show he was pretty decent, this week's totally quite changed that, hasn't it? It has, yeah. <laughs> uh, Waller versus A-Kid, sorry. Match starts. Hang on, he- hang on, sorry. No. Who's wrestling? Oh. It's Digiridic. <laughs> what's, what's that noise I hear you ask? Oh. Uh, oh. I, 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 it's there. I hear. There he goes. Did you need Fucking. So, sorry. I told mate. you I had something lined up, yeah. but you fucking ruined it. Sorry. Sorry. My, my, Next time. When I booked it, I, I just couldn't be arsed with him last night. Right. Yeah, Next time. Next I'll, time. I'll get him next time. He's getting that every time. Right. Uh, Match starts, uh, A-Kid gets his athletic golf fence in for a solid minute before getting beaten. Uh, Solo Sako appears because 
the Meladder match, um, Melification match earlier. Yeah, Sokoa won that, so he's he's there. Uh, A-Kid counters Silly Stunner. Um, we're calling it the Silly Stunner because it's a yeah, stunner. Because and it's, it's Silly Stunner. Yeah. Shit Stunner. And the fact he has to take a run-up from the outside <laughs> of the ring to do it is fucking balmy. Oh, uh, Ike does a quite a good reversal. Uh, that was also into like a sleeper. I, I, really, I really enjoyed that. Uh, but Waller almost instantly gets up, gets out of it, and wins after hitting his silly stunner. <laughs> oh. So, so Ike, do you know that move that you just reversed like two seconds ago? Yeah, yeah. Could you know done that again? <laughs> this is crap. Well, it wasn't crap, but it's just. The match it's is so like, short. Like five the match is like less ever. than five minutes. You've got this new guy that's just debuted, and you've given him two matches that haven't totaled any more than ten minutes. His yeah. opening match against Kushida should have been a lot longer. Two, this consider- two minutes, fifty-one seconds. <laughs> wow, not even three minutes. <laughs> what is this Monday Night Raw? Oh, oh man! You love to see it. What a way to shit on him! A qualifying shit on both guys. This was a qualifying match for one of your biggest matches at fucking Mania weekend, and you give it less than three minutes, featuring a guy who you're pushing to the fucking stars in Grayson Waller, and another guy who you've just had debut not a week previous, and you're giving it. Three minutes, less than three minutes. Uh, That's fucking absurd. For WWE logic, for every star you create, you've got to shit on about ten of them first. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing more to say on that. I'm, uh, I'm just disappointed. It, it was awful. Um, I totally agree. It's stupid. Booking it, booking so strongly last week to, for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Melo comes out after. He goes, you might be a kid, but you'll never be a champ. Um, He didn't even put his name in that sentence. It's disgusting. Uh, One thing, one thing I've also just noticed before you carry on, that match was less time than one round of a Heritage Cup match, which a kid was competing in about once or twice a month. That, that's how OP the silly stunner is, Troy. Jesus see, see when you do Christ. see when you do that run up. It's like when you play Mario and Sonic at Olympics and you go for the high jump and you have to pump up the crowd first to get that little extra boost. <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah, he basically says the losers of the qualifying matches will be in a triple threat next week. Cool. So, okay. Right. We're getting a last chance to be in a male adder match. They love doing that, don't they? Oh, like last chance qualify. Like you lost. Yeah. Just deal with it. Just do qualifying matches. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, you all lost, you get another chance. What's the point of qualifying matches? Just have a multi man match and then have the last five people go, right, you all qualify. Yep. Fucking more. Um... <laughs> Oh, next up we get fucking Robert Stone doing business um, with that woman that was in, her, in the crowd. There's definitely going to be a super come Tuesday in that Oh, room. that... 
That was I who she do, was. I had to get the janitor to clean out that room last night. It was disgusting. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Super cum, I tell you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, that's who the woman was, yeah. It was the lassie that was in the crowd that one yeah. time. And she definitely wasn't planted there. Nope. No. Definitely um, not. We still don't know who she is. Nope. So we'll get, we'll hopefully eventually get to know. Uh, next up is the match of the Brothers Creed versus a Grizzled a Young a Veterans. It's the Creed Brothers, but yeah, don't worry about it. No, it's the Bros Creed. No one calls them that. Malcolm Bivens called them it. Once. And? Oh, Once. And usually you, when Malcolm... Well, usually when Malcolm Bivens says something, you all go, ooh, is Malcolm Bivens that said it? Ooh. The one time I do it, and it's fucking... Oh, he said it once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly. Aye. He said it once, though. Aye. You fuck you. It's <laughs> <laughs> a love hate relationship on this podcast. <laughs> uh, Creed Brothers have jerky ears. Oh, that, that cracks me right <laughs> up. <laughs> it's like jerky. <laughs> beef, beef jerky ears. Uh, <laughs> how could you listen to those fucking idiots with those beef jerky ears? Uh, match starts. Uh, Drake takes a beat in. Gibson gets a tag. He gets one move in and nice drop kick off of um, Gibson's back by Drake onto whichever brother it was standing on the corner. Because mm-hmm. uh, young veterans talk too much as it uh, hurts them in the process. As the uh, Creed brothers murder James Drake for the win. Ah. <sighs> Uh, why why the, are we treating grizzled young veterans like jobbers? Because they're fair NXT UK. Then just have <laughs> them go back to NXT UK. Why <laughs> have them there to just get run over and be made to look like prats every week? Oh, it's so disappointing. This is the team that you put in the fucking Dusty Cup final two years back to back. Don't worry about and it. And now... And now you've just got them coming out stealing fucking pocket money off people and robbing their nans so they can buy fried chicken. Robbing their the nans. <laughs> Do you not remember? Was it robbing from their nan or was it lying to their nan or something? No, like, they, something could... they robbed the women's tag titles to whiter Zach Gibson. That was man. it. Well, whatever it was, it was fucking nonsense. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, someone makes a mess of the diamond mine. Uh, doesn't say anything, just texts. Now. Text the Titantron. Yeah, now. This is intriguing. Like, there hasn't been any kind of, like... Clues. Big surprise things. Or, no, generally, like, in NXT 2.0, like, anything kind of intriguing, any big, like, oh, what could this be? Could that be? Depending on how long they can drag this out for. Like, I feel like... They, whoever these people are, are going to come out and cost the Creed brothers the match at Stand and Deliver. I mean, it's only two weeks away. Mm. Um, I'm, I, I'm intrigued by this. There Have was, a, 
there was a clue there. It was the but boot, wasn't there? It was the cowboy boot. Was it a cowboy boot? Yeah, because it had a... a, a like who's a spur? Your, I had one of them on it. I did. Oh, I didn't see the spur. Yeah. You got any ideas who you think it could be? I mean, the plant there is surely Jibiji, Briggs and Jensen. Nah. I mean... Really? Do you reckon? What have they been doing? Fucking simping over Ravy Davy Lassies. Ravy Davy Lassies. Don't know. Maybe Fucking it's... shagging nines and banging lines. Jensen's doing one of them anyway. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just having a look online to see if there's, there's any, any like any rumors about Troy. You think uh, people talk about NXT 2.0? Like, come on, mate. We're like well, two of the very few. We do. <laughs> We're like two of the very few. Uh can't see if there's anything online about it. Uh, the plant there is Jimmy J with the cowboy bit. I'd, it could literally be anyone though, because that's all you got. Mm. I feel like they want you to think it's Jimmy J. But then why would Bivens no put two and two together and go, oh, it's a cowboy bit? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Really don't know. More on that another time. More, more on that let another us, time. Let us know who you think it could be. Give us a shout on Twitter. Untitled uh, rest pod. Uh, next up is Gunta versus Duke Fudson. Uh, oh Gunta gets Duke with a few moves in. Uh, Duke chops. Gunta goes, fuck this, I've had enough. Chops Duke's soul back to the outback. Mate, <laughs> bitch slapped him back to Adelaide. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> He chopped him a few times, but it was that one that sounded like someone had clapped two bricks together. It was fucking barbaric. It's what the cave-in should do to your chest. <laughs> Mate, that was that was nasty. The fucking yeah. crowd that popped for that. Yeah. Uh, it's literally a lot of just these two big men hitting each other as most of the it's, match. It's rare you get someone that's the same size as, as Gunther. Yeah, and it like he was his equal, like more so now that Gunther's lost like a lot of weight and trimmed down, but like they were mm. equal size. Um, there's as I say, it's just a constant bang and forth, they just clobber each other. Uh, at the end of the match, uh, the camera man in the ring as Gunther wins with a powerbomb really upsets me because Why? I couldn't get a like it was just constant with the camera whilst they were like. At it in the corner. It's like he was having like, a seizure. Just put one hand on the rope, stand still, and just 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 do job. Bomb. Just that's it, easy. Yeah, or just don't go in the <laughs> ring. Kelvinny Mac, fuck off. I'm not getting in there, pal. I'm not getting in there. What if they clobber me with something accidentally? What if I get chopped by Gunther? <laughs> the cameraman um, didn't come to me when I was sitting in my office. <laughs> This was this was decent actually. This could have been a real. It could have just been a squash, really. Like, it could have been, yeah. And it wasn't at all like 
Trent. Duke Hudson really looked like he held his own in there for a bit. He was obviously never going to win, but like he didn't look bad at all. I think they were struggling to fit stuff on the show this week, to be honest. Really? They seem, to, they seem to have just shoved stuff on this week just for the sake of shoving it on. I mean, yeah, this is a bit weird, a just to have Gunther have a match on TV. Like, yeah. oh, we'll have, we'll have Dexter Loomis draw a picture of Gunther and go, oh, face him. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. It did feel like maybe scraping like for ideas a little it's bit. It's like we're just sort of prolonging until the stand deliver now. Yeah. It's like they've set everything up already, like almost yeah. a little bit too early. And now they're just like, uh, got to buy that time for another week or so. Yeah. Saying that, I am really glad we got to see this because I just seeing Duke yeah. Hudson's chest look like mince meat by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, uh, Gunther gets on the mic after. He just talks about being overlooked. Um, he's not wrong, is he? Aye. <laughs> I, I, I don't see any argument here. Um, and then, as soon as his name mentioned, Paragon J. Pierce appears. Yeah. <laughs> is that who does his voice? That's who does his voice. Is it? Yeah. No way! I thought I recognised it. Yeah, it's Ellie Knight that does Paragon ah, J. Pierce's voice. That's why, yeah. When I first played it and I heard it, I was like, that voice is very familiar. I have to mm. do a Google. It's going to bug me. And then I just started ah. shouting, yeah. 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 Every ah, that's time, cool. Every time I see him on my rise now, it's just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Ellie Knight comes out um, as as soon as his name's mentioned. They're good at doing that, aren't they? Aye. Uh, hi. Uh, uh, basically, we're, we're set the match up um, as Gunther versus Ellie Knight as Dan Deliver. Yeah, man. I'm, yeah. That's interesting. I'm looking forward to it. It feels like that'll be his last match before he goes to the main roster, if I'm honest. What, Knight? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. I. He's made for main roster. So is EC3, and look what happened to him. Nah, but they've they've treated Knight better than they had than EC3. EC3 came in and was kind of hot for about a month and then fizzled out. Whereas LA Knight got, felt his like debut kept... match on Raw, he got the win over Dean Ambrose as he was leaving the company. <laughs> and then after oh, that, they hell. just jobbed him out. <laughs> yeah. There. It's okay though, because he's controlling his narrative now. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so don't worry. Control your narrative. No one can control your narrative. So, so, <laughs> so can I control it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this is gone, so I think will be good. Yeah, uh, it's a stacked show for Stand Deliver this year. It is. It really it's is. Really stacked. Uh, uh, coming from that, I'd, I'd go as far as to say, Stand and Deliver looks like a better card than WrestleMania at this point. I'd be inclined to agree with you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's mental. Like yeah. you could say that previously about like takeover events, but given like the kind of just the fucking weirdness of NXT 2.0, I didn't yeah. think I'd be going into Mania weekend looking forward to more to, to NXT 2.0. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's quite the fucking thing, eh? Uh, <laughs> next up, we get Cameron Grimes uh, doing a promo talking about his father passing away just 
before he signed to NXT. Uh, just after he signed with NXT, sorry. Yeah, yeah. He said he would be champion. Uh, and he's still not done it, so he needs to make that happen. Um, I'm going to say this now. If Grimes doesn't win this, the North American title at Stand Deliver, that's the funniest slash worst thing ever. That he spoke about his dad and that he has to do it. And then, using yeah. his dad's passing to then, one, not win the North American title. Two, he might not even get in that match. I swore. <laughs> they, they've booked themselves as a fucking corner there, haven't they? <laughs> uh, Cameron, can you tell me about your dad passing away just as you signed your ass, mate? Um, you're not winning the <laughs> qualifying match, though. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> uh, if I don't laugh about it, I will cry. I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> and finally for NXT, it's the main event. It's the Dusty Cup final, the Women's Dusty Cup final. Aye. Uh, it's you and Kaylee Ray with matching gear again. Well done. That's nice. Big fan uh, of your work. Uh, but also Dakota Kai and uh, Wendy Chu, who also have matching gear with their top, um, top lasses. Grey and white. Good gear. It was very nice. Yeah. I, I say gear, Wendy Chu has a onesie on, but it's fine. She must be boiling in that onesie with all the lights on her. Mate, she's sweltering. Be, and she has a top on underneath. Like She must be yeah. sweating her tits off. Like... <laughs> Ugh, like, yeah. ugh. Um, yep, and the match starts, funnily enough, as the match starts, commentary argue about Barrett pimping or simping over Toxic. Kel Supree. Kel Supree, another match where commentary talk about something else. Well ooh, done. Oh, look, there's the Toxic Lounge. Fuck oh, off. Oh, look. It's Jesse Jane that has a top on that has her areolas almost slip out constantly. <laughs> oh, Christ. I mean, there wasn't much there. <laughs> no, that didn't leave much to the imagination, did it? I think if she let out, it genuinely might. I just went... <laughs> Come on. Um, the, the match is a good back and forth with every person getting to show how good they actually are, like including Wendy Chu. She's yeah, getting good, a good showing. Uh, closer to the end of the match, there's a Kai double stomp slash um, Wendy Chu splash for a close two. Um, there's a This Is Awesome chant. Um, I'm going to give you this one, fans, because it's not often yeah. you actually yeah. get not to do you'd get it. Yeah. And it, actually, and it actually means that it deserves it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, there's Wendy Chu still... Um, sorry, this is what Vic Joseph says. Uh, Wendy Chu is still feeding off all the orange soda just as she gets KLR bombed and installed <laughs> as a match. <laughs> yeah, that's really working out well for her. Yeah, that orange soda <laughs> helped to millions. Well done, Joseph. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the match ends. Uh, Kaylee Ray and Io win the match. Uh, Mandy stops the celebrations. Uh, why is our face as brown as our trousers? Like that I, is that is fucking deep. Like she, she's she's almost like blackface in there. She's like, mahogany. It's, she, it's she very like dark. Dickinson. 
and it's, it's very dark. dark. It's it's a bit dicey, isn't it? it? It's like it's like on the border of <laughs> on the border of blackface. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kaylee shuts it up by saying uh, the woman, the NXT women's title, stand deliver. Um, is now a fatal four-way as they're cashing in their tag title opportunity. I or... really, really like this. Oh, do you? Oh, I, oh, well, went... I just I oh. like that they just swerved it and not just gone. Oh, it's a tag. Like there's all. Yeah, I, I think it's cool. Right, so you you like? I it. think That's fine. I think it'll be a real test for Mandy Rose because she's going to be in there with two former women's champions, a former NXT UK and NXT champion, two, like, veterans, like, I, I think it's cool. It was it was odd at first, but then I was like, oh, no, no, no I'm, I'm down with this. It's, it's pretty cool. Because um, it's like, do you remember when Otis hey. won the money in the bank? Yes. And everyone was, was like, everyone was it's, like, oh, oh are well, they going to challenge for the tag team championships instead? Like, whilst the, the match you won it in, um, was a tag team tournament. But then the whole Unless... tournament, they says the winner gets a shot at the tag title match. It wasn't a title of their choosing. Uh, that's that's so the if, thing if, that went wrong. That's the thing. If they'd have, if they'd have played that off and they gone didn't through the whole say thing, that. yeah, that's what I mean. If if they they could have protected themselves there, and if they'd have gone through the whole thing, saying you know this leads to a title, a championship opportunity, and they just kept it a championship opportunity, so it'd have been all right. In my opinion, that indicates that the NXT women's tag titles didn't mean an awful lot. They can't be arsed for that. They, neither of them mean anything. Ne- neither of them. Well, yeah. Kaylee and Io just don't consider Gigi Dole and Jesse Jane's tag titles worthy of. They'll find someone else to put them against. A fucking 1K away from a racism, they'll probably give it to them. <sighs> Nah, they're not getting on the card because, 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 funnily enough, they'll probably get involved in that fatal four-way match, Troy. No. You think Mandy's going to be in a fatal four-way match and Dolan and Jane don't show up? Where well, they will, anything that, goes. Yeah, no, no, they will. But yeah. what I mean is that doesn't mean that, that they won't have a match of their own. To start Are they me. in a tag match or not? Or no. were they just expected to face the winners of the Dusty Cup? They were expecting the winners because that was what was up for grabs and that tournament uh, was... it. Uh, um, well, maybe. I, maybe I did, they just don't have them defenders standing delivered. Uh, I did say when I get I got told about this um, by text, I did refuse it. But Vince McMahon overpowered me when that's edgy. And just said, I have it. Fatal four-way. We didn't try... Then I went, okay, because Vince McMahon went, I didn't trust Cora Jade in a women's title match. And I went, all right, I agree with you. Cool. <laughs> maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's the thinking behind it. Uh, maybe uh, they protect her by having a couple of other experienced hands in there. Yeah. I don't know. I it's, think it'd be fun. I'm really I am looking forward to that. It's just a bit naff that. Not that I felt like they meant much before, but it's just like... They certainly don't now. They certainly don't. Like, they've indicated yeah. that it doesn't mean much now. Yeah. To yeah. me, anyway. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I do agree. I do agree. That's... 
it's a shame that oh well uh, that's NXT that was that it was a it was a, it was a quick one but as I said like in the middle of this it was a lot of stuff that was just, just a lot of like like stretched nonsense. out yeah well, yeah, like I said, they, they've already just built there for being there. Yeah, they've already built the card for stand and delivering it. For the fact, a lot of this felt like kind of just eking it out till it got there. Obviously, just, with the exceptions of the the ladder match qualifiers, but yeah, still, yeah, it was alright. Then it was it was a lot of wrestling on there. There was like what one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven matches. Yeah, uh, one, two, three, four, five. Yep, seven matches. Uh, ten minutes, four minutes, um, four minutes, three minutes, fifteen minutes, three minutes, seven minutes, ten minutes. So a good amount of time of actual wrestling. About an hour of wrestling, fifty minutes, fifty-four yeah. minutes. Yeah. 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 Which for NXT is these days yeah. is quite good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So there you go. What were your highs and lows? Uh, my high is going to be Bobby Roode and Braun Breaker. Yeah, it, was, it was good to actually see Bobby Roode again. Like, yeah, actually do Bobby Roode things. Completely um, agree. As, as much as I love Dolph, like Robert Roode is just as stooge, isn't he? But yeah. it was good to see him be a stooge that can actually wrestle and do wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Or sports entertainment. Sports entertainment, because that's yeah. what Chris Jericho is, remember? Sports yeah. entertainer. Yeah. I, my low is Lopez and the other one. I. Oh. Um, I, the Jibbiji enthusiast. Well, I've forgotten her name. I. Uh, Cowgirl woman. Fallon you know, Henley. Fallon Henley, that's it. There we go. Yeah. I mean, I could have just looked at my computer <clears throat> screen and I looked at the match. <laughs> no worth it <laughs> I agree with you on uh, the high with Bron Breaker and yeah. Bobby Roode yeah it was cool uh, and just yeah loads of little things within that as well like getting his entrance back and the whole Scott Steiner reference it was cool uh, my low is Grayson Waller against A-Kid and it pains me to give an A-Kid match a low but welcome to NXT 2.0 <laughs> I've never given <laughs> A-Kid's match a low he's stepped up to NXT and he's just been Shot straight yeah. back down. Do you know? Do you know what's annoying <laughs> is any any time Aker is in a match on NXT UK, it's always been the high of the show for me. Yeah, and I've had to give it a low because the match wasn't great. And that's not to say Aker looked bad, but it was less than three minutes. Yeah, less than three minutes. It's fucking nonsense. Yeah, not just for not just for a match as a qualifier. But also for a match that's got like not a debuting star, but he might as well be like he's had one match prior to that. Considering you had Lopez and Henley, which didn't need to be there, yeah. uh, Tony D'Angelo and Dexter Loomis went seven minutes. Yes, it was during a break, but again, it d- doesn't Still. really need that much time. No, um, and. You can probably you can probably shave a couple of minutes of Breaker and Rude. It was good fifteen minutes that match, but yeah. you probably could have gave the couple of extra minutes to a kid. Waller and a kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if it was a qualification match. Exactly, exactly. Make it mean something. Yeah. Anyway, do you want some tidbits, darling? Tidbits, tidbits, 
Ted first, Ted first. Yeah! Cool. Hi, them. <laughs> so, we'll do yesterday's date, uh, which is the 22nd of March, 1997. Uh, one half of, for me, one of the best tag teams in the UK. It's Kid Lycos's birthday. Oh, in 1997. The original one. The original Kid Lycos. Oh, he's younger than me. That's scary. Oh, I don't like mm. that. He's fucking all. Well, they are awesome. Yeah. Um, 1996, uh, B. Priestley. And in 1986, Eddie Dennis. So all of the UK talent had Damn. their birthdays yesterday. Blair uh, Davenport. Blair Davenport. Blair Davenport. Hi. That one. We've got a pay-per-view to go to. Uh, on Saturday, March the 22nd, 2014, from the Montgomery County Fairgrounds Coliseum in Dayton, Ohio, Ring of Honor presents Flying High. That's Flying right. High. Uh, in a dark match, Cheeseburger and Moose defeated Davey Vega and Will Ferreira. Um, BJ Whitmer, Jimmy Jacobs and Roderick Strong defeated ACH... Caprice Coleman and Tadarius Thompson in a six-man tag match. In a four-corner survival match, R.D. Evans defeated Kyle O'Reilly, Silas Young, and the Romantic Touch. Who the fuck is a Romantic what Touch? What the fuck is a Romantic Touch? Oh, the Romantic <clears throat> Touch. Hang on, Romantic Touch is Reptitus. Nah. Apparently so. I mean, to be fair, as gimmick... Is just like a model, like a body skinny bodybuilder. Right. He literally has that orange shit and he covers it himself all over it. Okay. So it makes sense. Uh, Mike Elgin defeated Cedric Alexander. Kevin Steen defeated Bobby Fish via disqualification. Kevin Steen and R.D. Evans defeated Bobby Fish and Carlo Riley by disqualification. Tommaso Ciampa defeated Matt Taven to retain the Ring of Honor World Television title. AJ Styles defeated Chris Hero by submission. And in the main event, uh, the Briscoes, Jay and Mark, defeated Adam Cole and Mike Bennett. Damn. That is not all, though. Ooh. On this day, on the 22nd of March, in 1999, Stone Cold Steve Austin famously drove a cause light truck down to the ring and proceeded to hose down Vince McMahon Shane and The Rock with where, beer, where, where Vince it, was literally swimming through the ring. Where he literally almost like ripped the Titan Tron off the fucking hooks. <laughs> yeah. Driving through. <laughs> uh, we'll get to today's date at the time of recording, which is the 23rd of March. Um, no birthdays to note, like there are some, but I, I, I'm not familiar with any of them. So we'll go straight to the pay-per-views. Uh, Friday, March the 23rd, 2018, at the Globe Theatre in Los Angeles, California, PWG presents Time is a Flat Circle. Joey Janela defeated Ray Horace. Brody King defeated Douglas James, Eli Everfly and Jake Atlas in a four-way match. Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz defeated Bandido and Flamita. That's him. MSK. Zach oh, is that what thing he was called before? Zachary Wentz. Yeah. Ah, I knew Desmond Xavier. Yeah. But I didn't know he was the other guy was Zachary Wentz. Yeah, Miss King. Ah, okay. Well, they were the, the rascals before because they had yeah. thingy in as well, didn't they? Um, um what's exhibition champ. Aye. Pro Miguel. That's the one. Aye. Yeah. Uh Will Ospreay defeated Adam Brooks. Oh, that went for 25 minutes. Go on. 
fucking four and a half stars. Uh, oh, fucking big tasty. Turn your hustle arm off. Jonah Rock versus Jeff Cobb. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Matt Riddle. Uh, and in the main event, Keith Lee defeated Chuck Taylor to become the new PWG world champion. Damn. Good yeah. old Chucky T. You love and to see it. Finally. Finally. Oh, bear with me a moment. I need to do a sneeze. Achoo. See, there you go. I. Big manly sneeze there that he just done. There you go, he's done a wee high pitch one there. There you go. Troy, Troy, you're still muting, mate. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, finally, on March 23rd, uh, in 1997, from the Rosemont Horizon in Rosemont, Illinois. WWF presents WrestleMania 13. Yes, boy. Is that not Opening a bad match. one? Hey? Is that not a bad one? Mm, I mean, it had a really famous match. 13? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Aye, I'm with you. Aye, I'm yeah. with you. Uh, Opening match, Fatal 4-Way Elimination Tag, Mosh and Thrasher. Defeated Blackjack Bradshaw and Blackjack Wyndham, uh, Henry O. Godwin and Phineas I got uh, Phineas L. Godwin, uh, Doug Fumas and Phil Lafon. Who the fuck are they? Is that not like the Rougeau? No, that's not the Rougeaus. The Midnight Express or something. Because uh, Ray Rougeau's the French commentator now. He has been for years. Um, I'm sure it's something like that. Nah, these nah, these guys are American. Uh, I know one's Canadian, one's American. Phil, I don't know. Uh, Phil I'm sure it's spelled something like that. There you go. Philip Lafond. Right. Uh, what are you in? Looks, he looks like a fud. He looks like <laughs> a fud. Yeah, Rougeau, the Rougeaus, I was right. The Rougeaus? The Rougeaus, yeah. Is See, you, you thought I was kidding you on. I wouldn't kid you on, mate. No in tidbits. Oh, all right. Uh, all right. Thanks, dear. Yeah, uh, Anyway, uh, second match of the night for the Intercontinental title, Rocky Mayavir defeated the Sultan to retain the Intercontinental Championship in a match uh, that got one and a quarter star. Um, Hunter Hearst Helmsley defeated Goldust. Owen Hart and the British Bulldog uh, went to a draw double count out with Mankind and Vader to retain the WWF tag team titles. Uh, then next up, probably the most famous match on the card, or most well remembered, uh, Bret Hart defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin by submission in a submission match with special guest referee Ken Shamrock. That gave us the iconic image of Steve Austin in the sharpshooter, blood pouring down his face. And then he uh, passed out after that. He did. And that was that's essentially like the big... That's a double like, turn. Yeah. Double turn, wasn't it? And yeah. yeah, that's it. And then we, we never looked back. Um, 
Ahmed Johnson, Animal, and Hawk defeated Crush, Farouk, and Savio Vega <laughs> in a three-on-three three Chicago street fight. <laughs> Imagine being any of them having to go on after Bret Hart and Austin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you say that. The main event was The Undertaker defeating Psycho Sid in a no-disqualification match to become the new world heavyweight champion. I mean, that doesn't sound appealing to me. It got one and a quarter star. I was going to say... 20 minutes. That card featured featured one five-star match, and that was Bret Hart and Austin. That main event sounds like like a punishment. (laughs) 20 minutes of just Undertaker and Psycho said. I mean, they were both at their peak then, weren't they? Peak is a strong one. (laughs) For Psycho Psycho said, that is a strong word. (laughs) Ah, that's all your tidbits anyway. And that has been this week's NXT 2.0 review. Thanks, as always, for joining us. We appreciate it. I do say it every week, but I do mean it every single week. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to the show and any of the other shows that we put out. Uh, We appreciate your time. We appreciate your support. Uh, Please continue to do so on all of our social media channels, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Untitled Wrestling Podcast and Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. We will catch you next week for more NXT 2.0 madness. Until then, look after yourselves. Stay safe. Bye-bye. What was Batista's signature drink when he was employed by Starbucks? The Barista Bomb. (laughs) (laughs) He seems to be getting better with these. I try, honest. Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing. (laughs) 